I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back to Beck UL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Strowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here, here with you to go over our lightning bets, our favorite plays for the day. And as we mentioned uh, on the program it looks like Joel Embiid is playing for the Sixers. Uh, you know, as, as more and more reports come out, it seems more and more optimistic that he will be out there. Question, of course, is how effective is he going to be? How many minutes will he play, et cetera, et cetera. And one, you know, when I talk about sort of secondary consequences, one thing that stands out to me is that the defensive pace of play is a good bit slower when Embiid is out there Uh, Mm -hmm. because you've got this big guy you got to worry about in terms of blocking shots down low, trying to find some leverage in the paint, whatever it is, the pace goes down a good bit. The spread is, you know, that, that sounds about right, but this total of two seventeen and a half, assuming Embiid plays significant minutes here, it's not, you know, that large of a total, but I still think the under might be the play here. What do you guys think? That would make some sense to me. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. that. Um, they got to be props out. So, I mean, mm-hmm. everything's saying that he's playing. Right. It doesn't seem like an if. And if they're going to play him, don't you think it's not, not a minutes restriction thing? It's the playoffs. You're making that decision instead of giving him a couple of more days off. Let, let's see if we can steal another and take a 2 0 lead? Or do you think it would be more, all right, we'll play them, but 20-some minutes? I would think if you're in, you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if the Celtics go up big? Like, do the Sixers yeah, just yank them? them? That, that's what I was about to say, is that, like, make, make, it, make it a flexible, fluid kind of minutes restriction. I mean, if the 7.5 number is sharp, then Boston will win this going away. And then Embiid really doesn't need to be out there too much in the fourth quarter in the first place. But if you have a chance to go up 2-0, like I was talking about, I think this is a different situation where you want Embiid out there. You want to take game two, shorten this series as much as you can. That way you're not, you know, putting Boston in a better position because they are the significantly better team here. Mm. So yeah. that's kind of It'll my be interesting how they, how they play that. Yeah, but like what's yeah. the line? Like how many times – last night, Warriors game, there's a 14-0 run at the end. Like what's the line where you mm-hmm. say, okay, we give. We give. Now let's pull Embiid. Let's worry about game three. Yeah, double digits. Really? D- double digits and mm-hmm. say fourth quarter. Like I, I know you can come back from that, but still, I mean, if you're down double digits, you're probably shooting more threes anyway. So not that you're giving up, but you are – changing your offensive game plan to where you're more of a jump shooting team so True. then Embiid's not really going to help you there anyway like you probably want more three-point shooters on the floor probably want to go smaller anyway so I think that's the very, very good point because it's not a situation where we're talking about a Steph Curry 
right? Like that's right. a different situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are lineups where Embiid wouldn't make sense. And so, you right. know, couple that with injury concerns. I, I think that's how you would do it. Uh, also, as far as uh, lightning bets go, James Harden under five and a half rebounds is my first one. Uh, Embiid's out there. He may be the one hauling in a lot of uh, rebounds there. And then probably other big guys as Harden is sort of, you know, playing around the perimeter, guarding that and shooting from there. Uh, to me, I, I think he's going to be, you know, that will be his role, not so much uh, grabbing loose balls. Uh, so there's that. Oilers, Golden Knights, first period under two goals. The power play thing is going to be wide. Zena is in a sharp spot. If there are a lot more power plays, then yes. Like Alex was talking about, like we've talked about, the Oilers have a phenomenal power play. And if there are a lot of opportunities, the Oilers will probably score many of them. I don't see that happening in the first period, so the under two goals feels good to me. Uh, I guess I have to get a Shohei Otani bet in here. So over <laughs> 17 and a half outs. Surprise, surprise. And then uh, Philly's under four and a half runs uh, for the game as I think uh, the pitching matchup may be a little bit, in, a little bit more in the Dodgers' favor than perhaps uh, some are expecting, even though he's a rookie. Joe, what you got? I really want to bet him beat over 24 and a half. I really do. <laughs> then do it. <laughs> and I'm going to do it. All right, I'll do there it. There you go. I think, I think that number is going to jump as we get closer. And if they're going to go, if he's going to play, he's going to be out there for at least three quarters, I would expect. I don't think it's going to be half in, half out. Because if you're playing, just go ahead and play. See if you can go up 2-1. Like, that's thinking that. They, they think there's a chance. Hey, let's get our, let's get our MVP out there. And maybe there's some of that, too. It'll carry over from winning the MVP last night, of course, uh, and beat over 24 and a half. But for the game, first quarter, Celtics minus two and a half. The number's down, oh, obviously, the line movement. I got the same. You can do it. I only found a th minus three, though. Uh, there's two and a half the out there. Number. Yeah, Okay. Um, maybe it came down a little bit, but, uh, yeah, I think the start of this game, I, I was looking at first half to possibility five and a half, but, uh, that makes perfect sense to me. All right. Cincinnati Reds, massive dogs to Seth Lugo. I get it. The Padres are the better team and Seth has had a rough start, but most of that just one outing when he was out there to get shelled for 14 hits, 11 runs. Um, give me the Reds plus 237. Get that Padres pen. I think they can win this game outright. And then we'll go first five Jays. We'll lay the half a run in the first five. This lineup crushes Pavetta. I think that continues uh, between Bichette, Springer. I mean, the heart of that lineup. They all hit him. So give me Toronto, first five, minus a half. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I'm going to have to ask you where that minus two and a half is. But I was also looking at first half and found a minus four and a half Celtic. So probably end up betting 
both of those, but I definitely just think this is going to be an angry Celtics team. They come out on fire, so I love the first quarter bet. Even if minus three, uh, it's minus 115, so I love that. Um, I'm going to be on Rowdy Tellez, plus 575 for a home run. Freeland has given up seven home runs so far this season. As Jake mentioned, the weather in Colorado is beautiful, so I like Tellez to get a home run. And I'm also going to go with Otani. Over six and a half Ks, minus 109 today. <laughs> yes. Give me the under. That's right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why? Eight and Why 11. He's that? had it. As long as he goes six, seven innings, I think it's safe. I think so. I think so. Maybe even get into an eighth inning just to, just to own the Joes out there. <laughs> Naysayer. Uh, Paul is in uh, Laos or somewhere thereabouts. Uh, so, Jake, what you got? Uh, I talked about the Diamondbacks, talked about my guy, Brandon Fat. I'm going to back my Diamondbacks. I'm only going to go the first three, though, minus 106. The Diamondbacks play with kid gloves sometimes when guys make their debut as a pitcher. I don't know if they'll let them go the full five, might only let them go four. So I'll go Diamondbacks' first three innings at minus 106 against the Rangers and Andrew Haney, who has not been very good so far in his Rangers tenure. I'm also going to go the Dodgers' money line. It's only minus 112. Even if Stone isn't great in his debut, the Phillies' bullpen is still absolutely atrocious. Even after all the money and trades they put into it, it's still bad. Could fall apart. I like the opportunity for the Dodgers. Money line, so like that. Kyle Wright has started three games in his career against the Marlins. He has not allowed a run yet in three outings against Miami every time he's pitched against them. He's also gone over at least six Ks in every single one of those starts, including last week when the game got delayed because of rain. He only went three innings and he got six Ks in that outing. So I'm going to go Kyle Wright over five and a half Ks. That's plus money. So really like that one. I think Joe took a shot on a big money line. I think there's value on the Pirates at plus 190. I know it's McClanahan and the Rays on the other side, but Mitch Keller has actually been pretty good in his last four starts since he got shelled on opening day, basically. Since then, 294 ERA, a FIP that's just a little bit higher, and struck out at least seven in three of those five starts since opening day. It's McClanahan and the Rays, but the Pirates are scrappy, plus 190. I just think that's too long, so I'll take a shot there. And I like getting Shane Bieber at just minus 120 with Clark Schmidt on the other side for the Yankees. That guy is maybe the worst pitcher in baseball, gives up a ton of homers, gives up a ton of hard contact. So I'll take the Guardians on the money line as well. And my just for funsies home run play of the day, I'm going to tail Aaron and go to that Colorado game. But it's Colorado. The conditions are beautiful. I'm going to take a long shot at 9-1 to one with Ezekiel Tovar. He's been playing really well lately, hitting 353, slugging over 700 in the last week. Lauer's given up at least one homer in every single start. Let's go. Let's take a shot. Nine to one. Ezekiel Tovar for the Rockies. Ezekiel Tovar. Someone's going yard. (laughs) It's got to happen. It's got to happen. Yeah, right. Uh, Framber Valdez Valdez strikeout prop is at seven and a half. I know the Giants strike out a lot, but if his curveball is not working as well this year, uh, the under is juice at minus 155. Uh, any takers either way? Uh, I was thinking about a different one, a different mm-hmm. name pitcher, because it's juiced very hot. Jake just brought up Shane Bieber. And mm-hmm. let's see, his last 
I was surprised to see his last four starts, four Ks in all of them. And it's four and a half. And I see it juiced minus 175 to the over. The under is plus mm. 130. So, mm. if Bieber, mm. yeah, I was just considering that. It, it felt like they're trying to get people. Oh, he got Bieber and he's, it's only four and a half. Come pay this extra juice and you only need five, five punch outs and you're golden. Okay. I'm not opposed to that. Not a light. Not a lightning bet, but just take a look at that. That was interesting. Right. Yeah. No, ben, have you seen that oh, guy like that. out jogging lately? Who Ooh, wanted to the... high five you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have not. Thank goodness. Maybe maybe he was just so embarrassed and and you know upset that I didn't high five him that we'll we'll now have to never ever okay take that keep path us again. updated. Like I, when, I won't. When you're running opposite someone. We we yeah. agreed to do the head nod, which is fine, or a wave. Right. But like, do you do you Don't give do the that. nod and then look off? Like it's weird if you're looking at them the whole time as you're running by too. It's a lot of no. Weird it's going. it's a head nod and then eyes forward. Look that's away. It. That's yeah. what you do. Yeah, yeah that's it. Okay. Thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Next up is Jim Rome. If you're listening and if you're watching, stay tuned for the daily tip. Take care, everybody.